Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee, the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing this final day of 2022? Uh, feeling pretty guilty <laughs> right now. You're feeling guilty? Why, Fe- feeling... why would you be feeling guilty? Is it because of your fantasy team? Is that no, what it is? No, no, no. Does it no. have something to do with your fantasy draft? No, no, no. Or not... your Deadpool bit? It's, is it's, it a Deadpool bit? It's a Deadpool bit, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh oof. Yeah, I think I pissed off the universe or something, man. I, I don't know what happened there. So Look, hold, okay, hold on. Let's <laughs> Here's the thing. Go, okay, get, go ahead. Right, why well, why do you feel guilty? So Tuesday we're talking on the phone and Alex calls me up and says, "All right, should we do like a year in review type show?" And I said, "Nah, that's played out. Everybody does that." You know? Yeah. And just it, it, why would we do that? And so we got to talking and brainstorming a little bit and uh, we came up with the idea of um let's do a year-end you know those in memoriam or something in, like yeah that. in memoriam of you know those those uh people that we lost in 2022 type of thing yeah right but what we wanted to do is we wanted to turn it into a bit and we said all right so what we'll do is we'll either have people that have been dead for a long time or people who are still alive but kind of those you know how there's those people out there that you're never really sure whether they're alive or dead. You yeah, know, they've been out of the yeah. public eye for a while and things like that. So <laughs> we started putting together a list. Um, and, uh, you know, some of them were, like, uh, ridiculous. Like, Abe Vigoda was one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> like, no one ever knew whether he was dead or alive. He actually died 10 years ago, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Abe Vigoda, or Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb. Dan yeah. Quayle. <laughs> Dan Quayle. Um, John Bon Jovi. John, yeah, you put John Bon Jovi. Yeah, on I put John. Bon I didn't Jovi think that was going to play well, but you know. Anyway, Monica um, Lewinsky. I like that one. Died yeah. of a rare form of toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> right, and I put a couple of uh, Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, I was doing a couple like that, and of course we had to finish it up with Nelson Mandela for the whole Mandela effect thing. Yes, but um, I also had on the list uh, when I made this on Tuesday. I I put in Pele. Yep. And then he fucking died the next day. <laughs> and I was also thinking of, and I put... Um, a 95-year-old guy in the hospital dies. Imagine that. <laughs> well, I didn't know he was in the hospital. I'm just, I was trying to think of people who were like uh, world famous, but, you know, uh, we, you haven't heard from him in a long time, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, then I, I put on, um, I, I was originally going to put on Pope Benedict, but I said, ah, that's a little too, you know, close. And I said, so I put on Pope John Paul III. Which there was no Pope John the Paul the Third. Yeah, and then Pope Benedict goes and dies. But I, that's who I was thinking of when I put it on yeah. the list. So I don't know. I so I started thinking like, fuck, man, I'm I'm like killing people, man. I'm a murderer. Yeah, good thing you didn't put Barbara Walters on there. All right. And with, oh, yeah. and with Benedict, I'm I'm I will say that I am genuinely curious on how he's doing in hell right now. Now I want I wanted to explore that a little bit. Why do you think that uh, Pope Benedict is in hell? 
child pedophile? Uh, was he? I you know, I don't know the backstory. He was covering for him. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, the whole church kind of does. But uh, yeah. Most what, of the what? church is going. Look, these people better pray that they're wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going straight to fucking hell. Well, you know, honestly, there and again, there's there's this absolutely zero excuse for, you know, child molesting priests and things like that. But if you really think about it, the way they set up the entire structure, it's like, you know, for for like generations, uh, basically, if you had a kid who you thought might be gay, what's the first thing you do? Send him to seminary school. <laughs> you know, send them to the church. Yeah. So you've got these. Oh, so they were asking for it. Well, no, it's but you have to understand the the cause and effect of type things. You know, if if you've got a kid who is you know sexually confused, sexually struggling, and then you you send them away to this environment, I mean, you're you're just you're setting yourself up for disaster. Yeah. You know? No, I I, I mean. And then say hell. you, yeah, and then say you have to be abstinent for the rest of your life, and you, you know, you can't marry, you can't be with. I, I mean, it's just a really, really bad idea. Well, I if they wanted to fix this problem, honestly, they would say, you know, hey, you can, disband the church. Well, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a horrible thing either. But uh, and I say this as a Christian, you know, I just not one who likes organized religion. But um, well, yeah. it wouldn't get rid of the local churches. Just disband the, the 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 overall arching organization and let the churches do whatever they're going to do. I concur. I'm not a fan of any large organization. Period. End of story. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh, kind of a shame. But yeah, yeah. Well, the other reason to scratch this one is I I talked to Ray Ray and John last night about this, and I was trying to explain the bit, and they really didn't get it. Yeah, and they didn't think it was funny, even with the parts that they did. It, get. it was a yeah. It was probably so. A, I think the whole thing was in poor taste. Yeah. Like, I was still going to go with it until this morning when I saw what you wrote. And then I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, fuck, you had a couple people in there to die, didn't they? <laughs> so, so I do I have some 2023 resolutions that I put in well, there. Well, hang on. And now it makes me wonder if I should get in some Deadpools, man, because I, I seem to be pretty good at picking them. Hey, should we do a 2023 Deadpool then? Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's put that aside for next week. Let's let's put that on the. Uh, put that, I, I would like to put that in the hopper for next week. I would like to and think see that if we through. can come up with ten names. Yeah, and the bet will be a silver dollar if whoever wins, whoever gets the most names right for the Deadpool. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. And we we can let's let well, let's hash that we'll out. hash this out. We'll hash this out. And yeah, I think that's a. And maybe. have to do some medical yeah. research. You're gonna you're gonna have to go and <laughs> you're gonna have to go invest some silver dollars, man, because you're gonna owe me a shit done. No, I'm gonna win all of this shit, man. I'm winning. I'm winning all I, of it. And I think the show notes, uh, the things we're gonna go into today, are gonna show that yeah, I'm gonna win. No, you're yeah, not gonna win. Yeah. Putin, um, hold on till July, baby. <laughs> hold on till July, you dictator, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hold on. I do have some 2023 resolutions for the show. Okay. All right. So the number one resolution for the 2023 is less Trump. Yeah, that's going to probably work as well for you as your resolution to Hold on. I didn't go say to no, the gym. More. Hold on. I didn't say no Trump. I just said less Trump. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be really the tough. The second one, actually, more personal. Oh, God. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, more so personal. we have to listen about how you're uploading things to Substack? Well, I wouldn't consider that personal. That's kind of show related. Okay. Well, let's just look at that. That's my resolution. Less, uh, the third one less being inside baseball. less stories, but more in depth on each one. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'm with you on any of these. Oh, yeah. well, guess I guess they're just my own ones. Then. I, I'm going to uh, uh, be, I, I'm going to go with one single resolution for 2023, and that is to be more contrarian. 
<laughs> I don't think I've been quite contrarian enough. Are you fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> you're going to tell me that you're not going to get, you're going to be more contrarian. Right. You right. know, here's the thing. It's going to be a double negative and you're actually going to end up being positive by being so contrarian. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're going to. Oh, man. All right. So, so I did. did you, hey, hey, guess what I'm doing on Monday? Is it something with your fantasy draft? Uh, no, but it does involve football. What what is it? I'm going to the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I, and I I, I, I got the full VIP treatment too. For what? Yeah. Um, uh, a buddy of mine is a pilot, and he's doing the flyover. Uh, so they gave him a bunch of VIP, uh, you know, but box seats and you know pre and post party access. Who's and, playing? Uh, it's Purdue and oh shit, who is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I gotta look it up. You don't even know who's playing? I, I, you know, it, this just all happened uh, last night, so I, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, Citrus Bowl. It is LSU. LSU and Purdue. Mm. So, should be an interesting one. Uh, but I, yeah, I have... Super interesting. I, I have... Can't uh, wait for that. <laughs> well, you're just so, you know, anti-sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I have to so fake it in the car with people. Yeah. I had yeah. some guy that was like a Detroit Lions fan. Right. How are your Bucks doing this year? And I wanted to say to him, I don't own the Bucks, so I wouldn't be able to fucking <laughs> Right. What, so what did you say? I said, ah, you know, they're doing good, man. You know, nah, they might, they're going to make the playoffs. Huh? They're going to make the playoffs. They they probably are, but it's amazing how they're doing it on their record. You know, they have a sub 500 record. And like, you know, still... that, you know that because of this, they're going to get hot right at the end of the season and they win the fucking Super Bowl. I hope so. That would be very nice. It's, but you I, know what I, sucks, I though? I'll tell unlikely. you what sucks about whether they make the playoffs or not. No home games. So I have no opportunity to make money. Mm, yeah, that's true. They there'll, would, be, there'll be no home games for the Bucs. Uh, the no, playoffs. there could work out where they could oh, have. On, a team with a worse record is going to actually somehow. Yeah, if one of the wild card teams upset one of the division leaders. And then, then they, they make they, it all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. so there yeah, there could be uh, there could be some home games in there. It just depends on how the playoffs work out. But if they if they work out probably the way they were, you know, are, are seeded to, that we won't get any home games. But we might. You never know. Yeah. So. If we make it past the first round of the playoffs. He was like, which, well, Detroit might be able to make it. Yeah, uh, Detroit could. Yeah, they're not doing too terrible. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't so. know. I was like, okay, buddy. So there we go. That's, no tip either, so I should have told them as Detroit Lions. That's our uh, that's our sports talk for the day. But, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. You know, I got to I'd actually have Yeah, bowl send games head, are fun no matter who it's going, who it is. Well, I even had to send in headshots because I get the, you know, the VIP passes and can pretty much go anywhere. Might even include sideline. I'm not sure. So you know, it's funny. I'm actually a, a purchase I'm going to make in the beginning of 2023. Right. So there's two things. One, I have this black Dickies jacket now. Oh God. That I'm We're talking get, about your wardrobe. That I'm going to get. be another oh, resolution. I'm get fitted. Less talking about Hold your on. fucking pedantic um, uniform wardrobe. Well, here's the you thing. Know? So there's two things. One, I'm going to get it fitted. So I'm going to get the cuffs right and maybe get the uh, the arms a little uh, shortened a little bit because the arms are a little too long oh, for Jesus. me. And the second thing I'm going to do. Yeah, hang on a second. Hang, wait, I'm wait, no, 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 wait I'm sorry that I'm middle you, of hey, talking while you're, you're in the middle of you're, interrupting me. You, you're purchasing a Dickies jacket that you're going to have fitted. Yes. Bond. Jethro Bond. <laughs> That's fucking you, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the second thing I'm going to get. Who, who gets Can a Dickies jacket? Can I tell you the second jacket? thing I'm going to get? Oh, God. Is, is it going to be worse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a metal clipboard. Oh, that, that's actually uh, now that that is a good idea. So between those two things, that's that jacket thing I and the clipboard, yeah, I don't. I think that there won't be any place in the world that I can't get into. Well, you need two more items, 
and these are two items that I always keep with me at all times in my vehicle. You need a hard hat and a reflective orange vest. If you have those things and a clipboard, you can literally go anywhere. <laughs> because no one will ever question you. Yes. Whatsoever. Yes. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah. Actually, you know, I think I'm going to get those other two items as well. Yeah. Actually, I already have a hard hat and it yeah. has my name on it. But that's the problem. I might actually have to take the name off. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't have one with your hard hat because you don't want anything identifiable, dude. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a new hard hat. God, all the places we've snuck into over the years. <laughs> dude, hold on we've a second, snuck dude. Into places. You have flown with a fake ID. <laughs> hold on. And you know how you know what kind of post nine eleven. But you know what kind of balls that takes to do that shit? It's not even the it's not even the initial getting over there right. that takes the balls. It's the back. Well, we've snuck into places that had secret service. <laughs> yeah. You know, and definitely ones that had FDLE, you know, guarding Hold the on. entrances. That's another resolution for 2023. What's that? I want us to create a uh like a bingo card or something of places to sneak in and see who can fill the bingo card up Ooh, first. Oh, that would be fun. That I, I would kick your ass because, you know, you're not bad, but I am the Jedi master of sneaking. You know, I'm gonna, here's the yeah, thing. You don't want to challenge gonna go, me on, on that. I'm going to go ahead and just say and admit that you are a fucking Jedi master. <laughs> yeah. that shit, by the way, but, <laughs> but I think hang it on would second. be fun to I, like I'd still do. I'm not going to like what, are, what are I'm some not places? Bet the silver dollar on that shit. By no, the way, no, no. what are some places that you would like think of that we could sneak into? Well, here's the thing. What I was thinking of was concerts for one okay but then do it venue based so you got to oh. sneak into amelie arena you got to sneak into raymond james stadium you got to sneak into where like wherever they had the hard rock at ruth eckerd hall right like you got to find all these different places to do it and then you got and then we'll add in there like big bands like every month they'll be like a big band right and then we will okay who can sneak into this one like get backstage and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like how far back can That's, you go it's not all that hard i mean I do need to get a new laminator, though, to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's not hard to figure out. Like, s find the band and see what their tour passes look like and make one up. I yeah. mean, you get a little Photoshop and a laminator, and you're in. God, this sounds so horrible. <laughs> this sounds like it oh, could go so wrong. I've, I've done no, it. No, no, it sounds great, but yeah. it sounds horrible yeah, at the same it's, time. It's, it's not hard to do. I mean. <laughs> like, and, and, and here's the thing. The ultimate would be the flying again. Uh, would be to get do a trip even like hold on even a round trip like from here to miami and back mm. would be considered like the you know. i don't i don't know if i'd risk that again where you know it's because that was back in what 2012 or something like that you know it was it was in the time where the tech still wasn't there but now with facial recognition and shit it, yeah i don't know man it's uh it's getting harder and harder to do that. No sort balls, of thing. huh? Lost your balls. Did uh, yeah, you? yeah. Did you I, lose your balls in fantasy? Is that what it was? Something about uh, federal prison and, and I just don't get along, you know. So, well, you're yeah. not going to be. A, you're not I, coming up as a fake here, person. You're thing. still going to be you. You just don't have your ID. Oh, you mean okay? So we can we could do it as a, a fake ID, but in our names, like the press pass, mm. like you did before. Eh, I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we might have to hash that out. That could right, we'll be fun. We'll have that for yeah. the beginning of the uh, 2020. <laughs> this will be stuff for next week. It could be fun. Hold on. I did yeah. want to mention one thing, though, okay. for everybody. Right. And again, Adrian doesn't like this. Nobody. And there's. It, it seems like I might be the only person that actually likes this. So I have created a new Substack for the show. You talked about this for the past three shows. Everybody knows. Everybody who cares already knows. Well, but this week, though, I actually added the second hour so you can pay to do it. Now, I tried, everybody, to get Adrian to go along with something special for the founding members. But Adrian has still denied me. 
Oh, yeah, right. Right. So I'm not going to go into exactly what it is. No, go ahead. Throw me under the bus. No, 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 no. no, no. Just, just, I won't just go ahead. Yeah. Innocuously Fucking throw tired, you under the fantasy bus. Tired innocuously. <laughs> what the fuck? Why do you keep harping on fantasy? <laughs> just because I said I got to check my roster and yeah. I, I, it's fun. Yeah. I'm having a good time with it. I, at a certain point. Just I'm, because I'm, you're, hold on, so you're laughing and laughing and laughing and then you get annoyed. Uh, <laughs> well, you're beating a dead horse here. Oh, shit. We can't say that anymore. <laughs> no, no. We can definitely say that. Oh, and I do want to make sure that there are some words that we use every week. And beating a dead horse is definitely do, doing that. Right. Killing two birds with one stone, also something that we want to make sure that we keep incorporating I'm into triggered. the lexicon. Oop, can't say that. Oh, yeah. You really can't say triggered. <laughs> Preferred pronouns. All right, can't then. say that. What, what, what are we talking the about? The Substack thing, though. Uh, I'm no, not, I'm trying to get on. you off the Substack no, 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 thing. No, no, no. That's what let I'm just, saying. Let me just uh, make this yeah, one comment. Get it done. Get it done. If you want to sign up for it, you can. But I'm not going to move it all over until I'm finished. Tell people how to get there. Uh, unattendedbaggage.substack.com. Or it's and, like Unattended Baggage Podcast. And literally, you were just saying before the show, oh, I don't want to put it out there before I'm all done. And now you're putting it out there. Well, I'm putting it out there because if you want to, because I'm only doing one a day. Like I'm doing one episode a day. So it's going to take a little while to get it all done. Right. I might start doing two a day because it is a little bit six easier six months it's going to take you. It might take, it's going to take a no, while. No, if you do one a day, it's going to take you six months. So, We're on like show 177 or something. 178, I think. Is that is. what it is? Yeah, yeah, today's 178. But so, uh, yeah. I, I'm, but I'm going to do it one at a time because the thing is this, though. I wanted to make sure to put all the notes in there. It's real. I, like I'm. It, this is fulfilling every OCD uh, fantasy that right. I have. Just make sure you're doing it in your tailored Dickies suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah god man your mind is just a phew. you know if we were to do like the freaky friday thing and switch brains for a day i might actually go completely insane <laughs> why i, I mean just, you just think, i couldn't it'd be handle too it. much for you huh? i couldn't handle the ocd man you know it's just so hold on you want to know something okay so you know the racetrack coffee cups no, I see, see. That's another thing. I don't specifically know the type of coffee cups that each convenience store has. All right. Well, at any rate, that's let me, just let something just... that doesn't even register in my consciousness. Well, okay. It's a fucking coffee cup, let dude. Me, let me just say this though. So, in on the on, you want to know how far the OCD? Goes. Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. So, on the Wawa coffee cup, on one side of it, there is this little white like indent tab thing right there right that says 20 for the for the ounces that's in the cup right okay i make sure every time to line up where you drink from to that little uh white 20 ounce thing yeah that's 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 some that's deep sickness, shit dude that's, <laughs> that's some deep shit isn't that, it yeah no, like i literally you, make sure i do that every You're time not right i think what irks me about the racetrack cup is that like there's not really anything on here I actually think now I might line it up to this part right here. I don't know for sure yet. <laughs> no, you can't I line it up even to the seam. Yeah, I you, tried to line it up to one side. Actually, you have to line it to up do. to the symmetrical uh, center of the logo. Yeah, I think I did that, but there's two logo ones, a logo on both sides, so I don't know which one to pick. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, so you can't I'm look at little... the top of the cup where the fucking hole is. You have to. You oh, know... and tonight, hey, tonight's going to be a big night too. By the way, oh, what's for, going on uh, tonight? Well, tonight's New Year's Eve, and. Well, I'm going to go out and work. Oh, well, uh, tonight is our uh, block party, as always. Uh, Hopefully, I, I, you know what I hope, by the way? I actually hope tonight that I get a ride to take someone to your neighborhood. Uh, you might. <laughs> I mean, we get. I'm definitely Jesus. going down that way on the way over. We get, you know, God, it seems like a thousand people, maybe more. We've had some years where they, uh, the police had to come and, like, direct traffic. You know? Oh, no shit. Yeah. Did you have to pay him for that? Uh, no, no. Uh -uh. They just did it for free? Well, it was causing a traffic jam, so they came out and just, you know, did it. 
Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so good times. We got a bunch of people coming over for that. Is that tonight? No, that's tomorrow night. Yeah. So, what's that? Ball, the New Year's Eve, ball drop, all that stuff. No, that's stuff. tonight, dickhead. Yeah. It's tonight? Today's? Oh, yeah, today's New Year's Eve. Shit, that's tonight. I'm totally out of whack. Well, man. I know because you're too worried about your fantasy team. <laughs> Why do you keep going back to that, man? I just said I wanted to check my roster. That's all. <laughs> and then I realized there was no games today. And so I said, oh, I don't need to check it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it always throws me off when uh, I, I don't know. Holidays always throw me off. Do they throw you off? It's like everything gets out of whack. You yes. know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely they do. Maybe that's one area where I am slightly OCD because I like my patterns, you know, my, my weekly patterns. Oh, and, I try. I hear you yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, and the, the holidays do really mix things up. And Southwest has really fucking pissed everybody off. Yeah. Well, now, why not? We didn't get into that. I but. didn't know. And, and I didn't actually understand what caused them to be affected so much more than everyone else. Okay. So Did they I, have some computer it's actually, glitch or something? Well, hold on. It's actually been explained to me. Okay. So one of the reasons Southwest Airlines actually is, is more profitable than the other airlines and can do it cheaper for other people than the other airlines is the way in which they assign planes and the crews that go with the planes okay the crew that goes with the plane isn't always attached to that plane right and so they kind of real time move crews Cruise. around right. so like when a plane lands that crew gets off of that plane but Ghost doesn't get back on, on it another crew gets on that plane right and the, you see that all the time they're always switching out crews but their tracking system had that as part of it mm-hmm. and so when their tracking system just shit the bed right that part shit the bed too yeah yeah and okay. it caused massive now, so was it a computer disruption or was it just that i think it was a combo yeah because it, it, from my understanding it was like it was initially that makes sense like because the cancellations you, caused a cascading effect on the software right because if if you have uh delays and cancellations you've still got the crews in the location where they were supposed to go to but if you've got delays for crews coming in trying to go to another place you've got no crews for planes so you might have an airport with you know a plane that can take off but no crew to fly it yeah 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 so that does make sense why they were affected more now they're back on now but at tampa's airport man there was like bag graveyards where like there was just nothing because the bags were all effed up, effed up too so people's oh, sure. bags yeah. were everywhere yeah and like they weren't but from my understanding of talking to some of the people coming out of there is that there were people like or there were bags that were just sitting there totally in the open Anybody could have grabbed him. Right. Like, Southwest oh, sure is going of, to be paying a hefty amount of money for the lost bags because other people probably stole them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, you know, it'd, it'd be a thieves' paradise if that's the case. Which I'm sure that some of them got stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing Southwest was actually one of those airlines that used to have, like, before this week, had, like, one of the best, like, uh, reputations. Right, and now their reputation. No, no, no. Just overall as an airline. Yeah, and they're and they are they are in a lot of trouble right now. Well, I I have seen how they've been responding, and they're like, look, we're going to reimburse people if you had expenses. We're going to pay for your expenses. You know, we're so it does seem like they're stepping up to a plate. Where a lot of times the airlines are just like, hey, sorry, act of God. You know. Well, yeah, or like the South Park episode with the uh, with the um, uh, cable companies. I don't. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't sure. remember that one? Yeah, no. Okay, so it was the South Park episode, and like, they would call and complain. No, no, no. They would call. Five. They would call and complain, and then the people on the other end was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that you're having a bad time." <laughs> right. As they're fucking yeah. like, they Play have the, the shirts that have yeah. the, where you can open up and <laughs> yeah. see the nipples, right. and they start grabbing their own nipples because they're getting you. off on it, right? Yeah, and look. 
Here's the thing. Some of the days this week on the airport runs that I people I picked up were not people that were coming off of a plane. It was the cancellations. Oh, yeah. And they were not happy. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is this. So the, they went to the airport, sat there for several for hours, hours, and then had to go home. And then were lied to. And then, yeah. you know. Right. Which is why I don't fly. I mean, I won't fly anymore. Eh, I, I would under certain circumstances. If somebody if, dies and if, I have to get there so quickly that I can't drive there, that's the only way I'll fly. Yeah. If, if I can drive, I'm driving. And Because here's yeah. the thing. I already know, like, right now. I will be in such a bad mood for having to walk oh, yeah. into an air airport right now. Yeah. Like, I will be fucking pissed. There is nothing like, that is a good I'll probably get arrested by there. TSA. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, as soon as I have to go through a TSA checkpoint, I'm already on, like, you know, ready to kill somebody. So that's, that's part of the problem for me is, like, I, I just, you know, it's still very difficult for me to just, you know, suppress that rage vitriolic anger that's it's even worse i would call it rage yeah you know at, at having to go through that whole oh i hate them oh, i know i, know. I hate just them. i just them. hate them yeah yeah and and then it's like you know air travel is just like i don't know it used to be i remember when i was a kid and i'm showing my age here but like when i was a, a kid and we would have to fly somewhere we got dressed up you know, yeah, I, it was Sunday best. Oh, well, we're going on an airplane. You have to get dressed. That was still a mindset. You know, that was the 70s. But, mm -hmm. you know, it was still there that air travel was like a special experience. And now it's like a fucking city bus. <laughs> you know yeah worse. <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing. I have a specific track suit that I wear for flying. Oh, is it one of your tailored track suits? No, it's not tailored. No. I didn't need to get it tailored. It's one of my it's my Adidas. It's, a, it's an Adidas jacket with an Adidas pair of pants so it's literally exactly what you're wearing right now <laughs> well no it's a different it's, a, it's well a different actually this is the jacket i used to have it's your sunday best adidas jacket well the way i look at it the way i look at it is <laughs> like i want to make sure that freak, i look good but comfortable at the same time <laughs> look i got problems i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i don't have problems that's the first step admitting you have a problem issues that i am not not only do i refuse to fix but i actually enjoy them <laughs> You embrace them. Totally. Oh, I know. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, a matter of fact, I, I do it more and more and more. Like, it, I, I see I am progressively getting worse and worse <laughs> as the years go on. You know what I mean? Like, I really am, like, just. You're, you're going to be one of those, like. Like, they think it's a bit, and it's totally not no, a bit. No, it's not a bit. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, it's not a bit. <laughs> I haven't worn a shirt that wasn't a black shirt in at least six months. Like, I will go into Alex's warehouse and, uh, you know, for the cleaning company. And, uh, you know, I will he'll have the buckets like all perfectly aligned and, and all the stuff in them for the, the cleaning buckets yeah. all perfectly. Everything's in them in the exact same spot. And I'll just go and like move one thing slightly on a shelf. And when he catches it, it's just like it, it's like terrifying to it, it's like, you know, that, <laughs> when you see something out of place like that, it's just, just, the, just totally the thought messes of that, you up. Just the thought of that. Is yeah, angry. exactly. You're you're that's actually, like a TSA line. If you were. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it might rage on you right now for that. <laughs> if you were connected to an EEG I'd right you fuck now. My wife. You, I'd rather you fuck my wife. <laughs> you know what? Hang on. That might not be a bit. <laughs> don't fuck my shit up like that. You man. Come might on be now. sincere. Oh, I'm just man. saying, don't rape her, but I'm just, you know. <laughs> don't pull a Steven Tyler. I just want, don't do, do that. Yeah, yeah. That's I got a, that in the show notes. Yeah, so. let, well, since you do brought you it up. Yeah, might as well. You brought right, it up. So, look, I got to tell you on this one, though, I'm a little... I'm kind of mad about this one, and not at Stephen Tyler. <sighs> well, it's uh, 
All right. Well, first of all, all let's explain what happened. Steven Tyler is accused of sexual assault of a minor in a new lawsuit over a decade-old claim. Over a decades-old claim. And hold on. It's a 50-year-old claim. Yeah. Yeah. This is from the 70s. Not decades. Yeah. This is from the fucking 70s. 1975, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And she was 16. Right. And she had her parents' permission. Not only her parents' permission, they signed over essentially uh, a guardianship to Steven Tyler so she could legally go on the road with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, look, it's, it's shitty. Yeah. But again, I, I, it's not that shitty. It's not that shitty. Look, it's shitty now. Right. But it wasn't shitty in the 70s. No. She was 16. And here's the thing. At that time, Steven Tyler was probably, what, in his lower 20s? He was 25. She was 16. Okay, yeah. 25 and 16. Kind of creepy, but not not like way out there. You know what I'm saying? No, no, yeah. no. It's not like she was prepubescent. Right, right. You know? And she was like thrilled with the whole thing. She loved it. Right. And she was happy for many years. But now, 50 years later, or 47 years later, whatever it is, uh, she's coming out and like, you know, saying she was abused. And again, it's look, this is the kind of thing that I I can't say for sure whether she was sexually assaulted or not. But the fact that you're coming out with it 50 years later in a lawsuit is just like, oh, come on. You know, Hold on. and here's on. the thing, though. It was a consensual relationship. Oh, 100 percent consensual. She went to her parents and said, you know, I want to go on the road with Aerosmith. Yeah. You know, and they were already having a romantic relationship. You know, it's not I, like the relay version of Almost Famous. I don't know what that means. There was a movie called Almost Famous. Yeah, I don't that think that was I saw about. It. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. anyway, it's actually a good movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to watch that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just this one. This one doesn't feel right. And the thing that really pisses me off is that now everybody's going to come out against Steven Tyler and. Uh, you know, and he's just such a sweet old grandma. I don't know why anyone would attack him. Have you seen that dude lately? Okay, dude, if you look at the picture of him on the Rolling Stones article, if you that look I at used, any picture of him, he looks like a grandma. He looks like somebody's Not a grandpa. grandma. Yeah, no, he he looks like he's a grandma. a grandma. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, just uh, I don't know. It, it just the the culture has changed so much. But I don't think you get to go back 50 years ago. And something that the you only were totally were able- on board with at the time, and now you're not. They had a three-year relationship. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, you know. This wasn't like a drunken night or something right. like that. And again, yeah. he got permission from the parents to, that they had to sign off on this. That that she asked her parents to do. Yeah. yeah. Now, hang on a sec. Her parents were dirtbags. I'm sure they're, you know, oh, you, uh, you, there was some element of let's get some money out of this rock star, you know, so... I mean, look, but it wasn't 70s, Michael Jackson level. Hold on, it in the seventies, it wasn't like, look, Aerosmith was was getting bigger, but they weren't like the legendary band in the seventies. No, but they were a huge rock band. They in were the a 70s. big rock band oh, at yeah, the time. Yeah. Okay. Now, the other thing is, is this was different sensibilities then. Back in those days, when you were sixteen, you were pretty much universally considered almost an adult. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 16 back then was so much different than 16 today. You know, it really Even was. Even though the 16-year-olds today, boy, I, mean, I feel a dirty old man. Like, oh, no, really? Some of the 16-year-olds. Nah, I, 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 some of them. I look, at, I look at 22-year-olds and think that looks like a kid to me. Oh, you know? no. I, I've, I don't know. Maybe it's because of my age, but it, pretty much women under 30 don't. What's that? That's a little kid. 
you know. But my point is, is, is maturity level. You know, I, I was on my own at 16 years old and have been ever since, you know. Yeah. My parents threw my ass out of the house at 16. It's like, <laughs> there you go. Fly, little birdie. Get the fuck out of here. So, but it was a, a whole different world back then. And, and I hate to do the kids today, they don't. But kids today are not nearly as prepared for life, I think, uh, you know, at, at younger ages than we were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, I guess so. But I mean, there's exceptions to that, but I'm saying on the whole. So I think today we look at a 16-year-old as much more of a child than we would have in the 70s or 80s, whereas a 16-year-old was like, ah, they're pretty much an adult. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a very different thing. Now you look at 22-year-olds and, you know, well, shit, I saw a stat that something like 45% of all people under 30 in America live with their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it, it's insane. And, and in the seventies, you know, it was probably 2%, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, totally there's a lot world. of, here's the thing. There's a lot of factors at play there. One of them inflating the currency actually does come into, come into play there. Mm, no, I, I don't think it doesn't much because if you actually take it in inflation adjusted dollars, things still were cost as much as they do today. You know what I'm saying? No. We were making 4.25 an hour, you know. Uh, so it, it and my one of my first uh, places was uh, we rented a house, but it, it four guys had to live there. Yeah, you know, to to be able to afford it. So no, nah, it's it's not like uh, it is a little harder, but it's not night and day. Than I it was, you. yeah. Right. I, I don't think so anyway. Eh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so All right, let's where get are we taking us? We're going. We're going to start at the top then, and uh, this under and they still think that they're the good guys. And this is one that I wanted to talk about here. The first one is is that I'm sure you guys heard about all of the snowy weather that happened around Snow, the country. Snowy weather might be a tad bit of an understatement. I blizzards, blizzards, hurricane like conditions. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Whiteouts. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the thing: fifteen they foot were, snow drifts. They were so bad. I'm sure most people stayed home. And if they went out, then they risk death by going out. Right. So what you don't need is the goddamn military police enforcing driving bans in fucking Buffalo. And to have the mayors and governors act act in this authoritarian paternal aspect yeah. sickens me. Yeah. Where, you know, they're like, you got to stay home and that, 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 that. Now, look, should you go out? Probably not. Could you get? Could you die if you do? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know what, though, it's called natural selection, folks. Right. If you decide to do that and you fucking die, then you fucking die. Yeah, that is true, and that is something that never happened in the past. I mean, you were always there was never a situation where they said, um, you know, you can't leave your house, and that seems to happen more and more. You know, I mean, because they get and, off on it in the day. That would have been considered martial law, which is completely unacceptable. Yeah, you know, and I don't give a fuck what the snowstorm or whatever it is, is that military police is not patrolling Buffalo, New York. Right. If you are, then you're violating the Constitution, to be honest with you. And there's yeah. not an excuse that you can give me that's going to make up for it. Emergency. Look, the National, look you want the National Guard? You want the National Guard? Okay. You know, whatever. But it, it, again, it's one of these things where... It, Authoritarian psychopaths use anything that they can use in order mm -hmm. to flex their fucking skill. Yeah, and they have no real authority to do this. And and you know, uh, people should have the freedom to move about any time they want. 
Now, I understand if the uh, uh, the local government said, look, we're not coming out after you. If you make the decision to go and travel and you get stranded, you're on your own. Yeah. We're not coming for you. I'm perfectly you. fine with that. I'm totally okay with that. Like, why put yourself in risk? Right. You know? Right. So I'm totally cool with that. But at the same time, like... What I'm against is these, again, these authoritarian psychopaths using, and they, look, it's it's like that fucking South Park episode. These fuckers are getting off on it. It yeah. is, it is yeah. their sexual pleasure uh, to institute their will upon the general public, like a bunch of authoritarian psychopaths. It's just the nature of man. It, 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 man craves power. Let's go French And revolution. when they have power, they will take it as far as they possibly can. And the only thing limiting that power is when the pu- people push back. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then the second thing here, so and, and this goes into, so there was a, a B&A passenger records, airport police officer threatening to arrest customers. So look, first off, a lot of the problems within the airline industry that's going on right now is because the airline industry doesn't think that they need to tell you the truth or be honest with you or transparent as to what's going on and that they're actively just lying to you over and over and over again. And that causes customers to be pretty freaking pissed off. Right. Rightly so. So what's the response that the airlines have for that? Their response is not to start being honest. It's to utilize the force of government to threaten to arrest people if they start asking too many questions. Well, you have to understand that the airline industry has essentially been militarized. And that's what happened after 9-11. Everything relating to the airline industry became, you know, basically military conditions. You know, you step out of line and, and that's how they wanted it. You step out of line at all in an airport. Or in, on an airplane, uh, you're going to have the the full wrath of the government coming down on you. Oh, yeah. And you then know? it's a federal offense, too. Right. So while inside the terminal, they were approached by a BNA police officer. The video captured by Robinson showing the officer saying, you and her need to leave or you'll be arrested for trespassing. They said, you said you're going to arrest people for trespassing for being a ticket counter for for being a ticket counter for a flight, said Morrison on the video. Yes, if you don't have a valid ticket and you're on a secure side and refuse to leave, you will be arrested. Now, she had a ticket. Right. And then, like an hour later, after this incident, then they canceled the ticket. Right. At the time, her flight was just delayed. Yes. So she had a valid ticket for a delayed flight, and the cop was trying to force her to leave. Um, eventually, the flight did get canceled. But yeah, it's just, again, <laughs> nature of man, cop enforcing the authority that he, you know, he doesn't necessarily have the authority, but he's going to use whatever he thinks he can get but away with. he's got with. a gun. He's got a gun and the perceived authority is right. what it is. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody's going to stop him. And no. none of these people are going to stop him. That's the thing. And here's the thing. So you have politicians now that are like, we're going to freaking, you know, we're going to investigate Southwest and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. But these are the same motherfuckers that gave the airlines billions of billions of dollars right. to bail them the fuck out right like i don't want to hear about your little fucking your, your little we're going to do a, a congressional inquiry into what's going on we're going to bring the southwest people up here so i can have a freaking dog and pony show where i'm look like i'm doing something for the people right. while you're stroking them a fucking check for billions of dollars like spare me your righteous indignation you fucking assholes somebody needs to come up with an uber for air air travel and how this would work. Boy, you think the cab industry would be upset about that? You wait till the airline industry figures <laughs> it out. Well, here's the thing is chartered flights 
have considerably less uh, security procedures and all kinds of things like that. So let's say there was this app, and I'm just kind of spitballing here because the idea just came to me. Let's say there was this app where you say that I need to get from this point to this point on this date, okay? And what happens is, is when enough people uh, to make a charter flight worthwhile sign up for that particular flight, then that company, Uber, Air, whatever, yeah. uh, charters a flight, a, a, a private flight, and they just pick all those people up and take them to where they want to go. And, you know, I think that, that that might be one hell of a business model. So you would have charter aircraft companies with the Uber app saying, okay, hey, I got uh, I got uh, 12 people here that need to get from uh, uh, Tampa to Atlanta. Okay, uh, that's enough. We can take one of our, our flights that holds 12 people. Let's go pick them up. You know, you got to figure that would uh, that would definitely work. You know? I mean, here's the thing. I love market disruption, disrupting technologies. Yeah. And I think that what you're saying in theory could be a market yeah, disrupting technology. Clearly, it needs to be flushed out. The logistics out. of it is probably something that needs a, yeah, like you need more, you need a little flushing out about it. Yeah. But I love the idea, though. Look, here's the thing. I hate the airlines right now. And I the reason I hate the airlines, one, is that they continually get bailed out by the government. Right. And more of them should be going out of business. Yeah. By bailing them out, it takes away the power that the consumer has. Well, you have to also figure that if several of the major airlines went bankrupt within a short period of time, actually went out of business, it would strangle travel in this country. So I can see where, um, you know. Oh, they're too big to fail? Honestly, yeah. No, they're not. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. No, I, they're not. I, I understand. And I don't believe that. The, look, I'm an anarchist. I don't believe the federal government should exist. Therefore, there should be no bailouts from the federal government to the airlines. Having said that, there's no denying that if several major airlines were to go out of business, it would totally hamstring this country for a period of time, you know, until a better mousetrap could be built. So, again, you have to understand that when you when you um, uh, promote these ideas of letting these things fail, which I fully promote, you also have to accept that there's a period of chaos until <laughs> the market factors actually solve the problem. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. I, and I'm okay with it. And that's that's what you have to understand that you know when we advocate for these type of things, we are okay with the disruptive nature that that will that will ensue because of government's failure to act. Yeah. So yeah, it, we're totally fine with that. And I think what you'd find is you'd have Uber Air and you'd have all kinds of other solutions yeah. that are probably what, better than what we have here's now. Here's what we have in Tampa, by the way. So you have Tampa International Airport, right? But you also have St. Pete Clearwater Airport. St. Pete Clearwater Airport is used by like Allegiant and that's it. Right. Or like Swoop or something like that. Yeah. Like, so you could actually have multiple. I think, I think that if you were to allow some of these airlines to fail, that you would actually get a much better airline experience after that period of chaos were to cons were to were right. to fix itself yeah and i actually think that you would have airlines that would be much more um catering to people and not so much i don't really give a fuck and i'm just going to act however i'm going to act and not to mention you could get a bunch of planes for fire sale prices when the <laughs> liquidation yeah. went through yeah so yeah so the new companies that started yeah. up would start up cheaper slap a new paint job on it and you're ready to go exactly don't <laughs> yeah, care right again i'm just i'm so i'm it, yeah, I'm so angry at these motherfuckers for the way that they act because it's like 
if they were just to, if they if they had to act in a way that was taking the consumer first, they would act differently. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But they don't. And if, and if they weren't completely militarized and, you know, taken as a a basically a, every flight is a national security risk. Yeah. You know, uh, again, it, that's how it is. Which And here's know? the thing. Everything that was in response to 9-11 is bullshit because the only thing they needed to do to actually fix what happened on 9-11 was to put locks on the doors where the pilots were. Which they did. They reinforced yeah. all the. Like, the, yeah, that's all you had to do. Well, someone could still, you know, blow up a plane or cause a plane to crash. But that's but not what happened on 9-11. They can't fly it into a building. Yeah, but that's not what happened on 9-11. Right. Yeah. You know? I still like my idea. Uh, allow all p- passengers to be armed if they choose to be. Yeah. You know? Kind of down with that. Because that whole thing about, uh, you know, uh, explosive decompression, if you put a bolt, bullet hole in a fuselage, is bullshit. Yeah. At most, you're going to get a whistle and a, a very slow decompression. And, the, the you know, the, the pilot would have to drop down to 10,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, or maybe 5,000 or something like All that. All right. So let's let's we'll, we'll move on. Here. Well, let's go back to Buffalo, because there was another story that I actually found. Um, you know, we, we like to be fair and, uh, you know, uh, we call the cops out for a lot of things. But also uh, we should, uh, you know, to say when they do something right. And here's a uh, situation where in Buffalo. OK, uh, you know, it's it's the, the, the middle of the blizzard. This guy runs out of gas. OK. And he, you know, the nearest shelter is a school. So he goes and breaks a window in the school, okay, leaves a note (laughs) with his name saying what he did and why he did it, then goes back out and starts rescuing other stranded motorists and bringing them into the school. Okay. So he actually broke into the school, but the cops actually tracked this guy down and thanked him and said, you did the right thing. Yeah, which is I'm actually surprised that he wasn't charged with vandalism and trespassing and all that stuff. But no, they actually uh, they actually said, no, you did the right thing. No charges. No, nothing like that. You know, you, you help people and thank you for doing it. So at least one thing that uh, the city of Buffalo did right there. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the thing. You're basically saying that <laughs> you praising the police officers here, not because they actually did anything. Right. But because they didn't do something. Well, they thanked this man for doing their job. Yes. Yeah. Which, <laughs> given, hang on a second. And I know that's a real reach because, <laughs> you know. This is quite a stretch to I, try to I'm praise just the police, saying, by the way. I'm just saying that it's so rare that we get to say something positive about, you know, law enforcement. You went way out of your way. <laughs> I, to I do wanted this. to dig this out just to, to play a little bit. Dig it out. There. Pardon the pun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But because uh, yeah. there's a lot of people that died up there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 31 in Buffalo alone, 34, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, hey, man, you know, a, a blizzard like that's as bad as a hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. It truly worse is. in some ways. Uh, yeah. But they're more prepared to deal with it. Like you, you know. can get around. Here's the thing. You can still get around in a hurricane. Kind of. Well, like, you're dealing with the snow but, and know, the wind. You're dealing with floodwaters and debris. And so it's kind of it's it really it's in the same yeah. same ballpark. Yeah. The one thing that's different is you don't automatically die in five minutes if you go outside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. When it's when it's 40 below. With a you know with a fifty mile an hour wind yeah you're dead yeah any exposed skin is frostbitten within three minutes yeah you like know pretty quickly <laughs> yeah like it's black within an hour yeah so yeah it's uh that's pretty bad uh so let's move on moving on uh 
this year, as far as stocks go, was quite a bad year. Yeah, yeah. I took a pretty hard hit this year. Now, here's the thing, though. And let me ask you a question. Not horrible, but not good. Do you think that this was a necessary correction, considering that all the stocks went up so crazily, like during the pandemic period where these stocks yeah, went up crazy. Yeah. Like it wasn't it going to be a matter of time before these stocks went back down. Yeah. Yeah. And this is natural. And they haven't gone all the way down to, you know, you have to remember that in early 2020, when we first started hearing about the these global pandemic, which turned out to be not that big a deal, um, the the stock market just tanked. I mean, just totally tanked. But then, uh, with all the stimulus money and things like Robinhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, guess what happened? The stock market r- corrected quickly and then way overcorrected uh, because there was a, a huge infusion of new money into the market. Um, and now we're seeing that correct back down. So we're probably like <laughs> somewhere in the neighborhood of 2019 levels. It's like everything that happened in the past three years has just kind of been a wash. Uh, the only difference is a lot of that uh, that new wealth and that stimulus money got transferred from the little people to the billionaires. Yes. <laughs> now, some of the billionaires lost a lot of money, but when they report they lost that money, they they're reporting it from how much the value of their holdings were at the peak so they didn't really lose that money per se you know yeah it's just the value of their holdings yeah i don't feel bad warren buffett says you don't take a loss until you sell yeah you know so so it's just one of those things where you're 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 looking at it you're like well i think the market needed to correct at that point i finally bought some tesla I've never owned Tesla before this week. But now you bought some? I bought some. Because you think you're, cause you're at the... It's at I, the think it's, I think it's actually now finally at fair market value. I got gotcha. you. You know, whereas before it was just it, it just insane. Yeah. Look, and people are buying those things left and right. You see the Tesla cars everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really popular brand. Uh, they're, they're forecaster for more growth. And I think now it's trading where it should be trading. So I, I bought a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, good for you. Yeah. Now, uh, another uh, article. Uh, will 2023 be the year of everyone just not giving a fuck about politics? Okay, I didn't read this one. Go ahead with it. All right, so in the mid-'70s, people were disengaged from political conflict. It took up jogging. Maybe it's time to do the same. So basically what they're saying is is that everybody is uh, uh, like kind of over most of the politics right now yeah. like i'm not going to read into the article altogether but basically the polarizing nature while there are some people that are totally feeding into it the majority of americans are turned off by the whole thing right as they should be yes as they should be yeah like the the, the, the engaging more again we do a political show so i mean i guess in one aspect i guess what we, we do but really but political we, though but we yeah. tell people to stay the fuck out of it now yeah but in, well, no, 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 no. That's that's not true. We we tell normal, rational people to stay the hell out of it. But the extremes on either side, we tell them to keep fighting each other. In fact, ramp it up. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you have like you have a lot of people now that are just disengaging completely. Right. Just like they're disengaging from social media. Like social media, the numbers. I mean, look. I know that Twitter's up right now, but Facebook is down. Right. And a lot, a lot more people are doing less with social media. Right. Right. That's, um, yeah, it's because it's uh, 
It's like I said in the uh, Cassandra Trigger, available on Amazon um, and available to subscribers. If you sign up and become a patron, uh, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, you yes. get a autographed copy of my book, The Cassandra Trigger, yes, along do. with a whole bunch of other swag, and you get the second hour of the yeah. show. And Rob free. Harrington, yours will be in the mail next week. Yeah, so that was a uh, just a plug uh, for uh, for our second hour there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the point is, is that between all the well, all the CIA, FBI, NSA, NRO, uh, National Security Council uh, employees now running Facebook, Google, you know, all oh the, my God, all the right? social medias we went into that last week. Um, now you have a scenario where people, A, um, are afraid to say certain things, B, are not getting the content they necessarily want to uh, get. And are being canceled uh, if their views are, or, or, or uh, what's it called, uh, shadow banned, silent banned, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. If they say something that is controversial, because all these companies now have the government breathing down their neck and completely integrated with them at the the highest levels, uh, saying, "Well, we're going to only uh, basically allow content that is uh, government sanctioned, and if it's not government sanctioned, you don't, you don't get to say it." So, really, they're they're sowing the seeds of their own demise there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I will tell you this though. Look, look. I'm gonna. I, I do want to stay on Twitter. Yeah, but I haven't used Twitter in years. But I will say this. I actually, I kind of want to be off Facebook. Yeah, I pretty much am. I go on like once a quarter and put out one thing just to kind of keep it active. But I could shut it down for all I care. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know for sure just yet which way I'm gonna go on this. But I, I do think in 2023 I might just end it yeah like on in that you know i still have several thousand followers on facebook so i'm kind of like i hate to just yeah i i feel somewhat of an obligation to just go out there and say hi essentially every now and again but uh yeah i could i could just as easily cancel that thing too yeah i mean i do think that starting in the beginning of the year i'm going to start exiting out of all of the groups that i'm in yeah and just start exiting out one at a time. Like, I just almost like one a day. Kind of like with putting the show yeah. up one a day. Like, I'm just going to get out of one a day. Well, the social media it was, like, like we said last week. I just week, spend it, too much time blocking everybody. It was. <laughs> You're like the, the ultimate censor. <laughs> I block everybody all the time. I, I will tell you that it almost every time I go on Facebook, I block one person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't block anyone, really. But uh, unless they're just directly an asshole to me for some reason oh I, you don't have to be an asshole to me to get blocked yeah you can I, just be a general asshole and you'll get blocked <laughs> you can be an asshole to anybody and get blocked yeah well i literally will have an argument and block people on both sides of the argument it's been a couple of years since i've you know been significantly spent any significant time at all on any of those platforms so it, it kind of like yeah whatever. and you're happier for it uh yeah yeah in a way um, I, I miss some of the interaction. Uh, you know, I, I do. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, it felt like it just picking a fight every time you go online. <laughs> I don't want to pick yeah. a fight with anyone. I don't want to discuss these things with anyone. I don't want to engage with anyone uh, per se because, you know, I, I don't have a stake in the game, especially when it's political. You know, I just yeah. don't care. <laughs> you know, you folks do you. You know, and I, I don't want to see pictures of your food. <laughs> you know, the one thing I do kind of miss actually is is keeping up with, uh, you know, uh, some friends and stuff that I don't really get to talk to or see uh, very often, you know, just see what's going on in their world. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, it's it's not worth the trade off. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where we stand on that. All right. Where do we want to go now? I don't know if I want to go to uh, 
Uh, we got uh, Putin's body count, World War Three watch. I think we'll save those for the second hour. Uh, you want to get into the lying congressional style I thing? Do. You want to get into the George Santos thing? I do. I do. I think that that is a perfect, and we only got a little less than five minutes to cover this, uh, but I think that that is George uh, Santos is the perfect example of where politics is going in America. You know, this is the inevitable conclusion of <laughs> Trump's election in 2016. This is the path we're down. And for those of you who haven't heard, George Santos uh, is uh, it was just elected uh, to uh, uh, the House of Representatives from Long Island. Uh, he is openly gay. Um, he is. A, he, called it, he claims to be openly. He gay. claims to Let's be openly just, gay. We don't even know. Cannot take at this anything point. at face value right here. I need to see him sucking a dick in order to confirm <laughs> that he's fucking gay. By the way, Honestly, like yeah. I need to see. Right. You got to be cupping the balls. You got to get your whole. You got to. Right. You and not just the tip either. And you better be. I a want bottom. the whole shaft. You better be a bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, you cannot be a top because you can fake it being a top. Um, but he lied about houses he owned. He lied about his education. He even lied about his grandparents escaping the Holocaust. Guy's not even Jewish. <laughs> but he said he was. He said he was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> right. When he got called on it, he said, "No, no, I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew." ish you know like kind of black ish you know <laughs> yeah mean, he tried to play that off the guy has literally lied about absolutely everything and he's still elected <laughs> he's still well, gonna look, be a, here's the thing they didn't know that but right. he this guy was the and it ultimate, looks like he's, he's a the, scammer too oh he's the he's ultimate a, he's grifter. a fraudster yeah. he's the ultimate grifter yeah. and, and here's the thing like, they're calling for his removal from office. Right. And I think this is very disingenuous. Right. <laughs> the reason why is I really don't know of many politicians that aren't pathological liars. Oh, right. This guy seems like he's going to get reelected pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's no doubt about like, that. He said he was of Ukrainian Jewish descent. Like, this guy was picking whatever trigger words he could pick. Right. And literally going with it. So, he did that. He claimed his mother died on the 9-11 terrorist attacks. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, so he did that too. <laughs> which didn't happen. Which didn't happen. Yeah. He attended the prestigious New York prep school, which he didn't do he that. He didn't do that. Uh, former call center worker Santos' resume include time at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He Never was with a company there. that worked with those companies. Right. Um, and then he said that he spoke out against uh, J.P. Morgan at a conference while he was employed by J.P. Morgan. Yeah. He never were, he never spoke out against J.P. Morgan. He never worked for J.P. Morgan. Didn't even attend that conference. Yeah. <laughs> Was not a speaker. So he claims that his family owned real estate portfolios of 10 plus properties, which you talked about as well. Right. He claimed to have a brain tumor. <laughs> right. He claimed to have lost four, four employees at the Pulse Club night, uh, nightclub massacre. He was the founder of a charitable foundation. Which was in a false name and uh, apparently was 100% fraudulent. Jeez. Like, <laughs> this guy right. was such a, like, he's such a fucking scumbag. Like, literally everything he says is a I'm rooting for the guy. I'm rooting for the guy. Because at least you know this guy's a liar. <laughs> you know you can't trust anything he says. Yeah. Maybe this will help people realize that they're all this bad. He's just worse at it than most. He doesn't well, cover his he tracks. Went, he went for well. the whole hog. 
Right. He went whole hog on oh, this yeah. one. Yeah. This is a whole hog fucking. Yeah. He did. He lied about everything. He did not pick and choose, man. He just he went down that path. And I actually <laughs> said he was hanging out with popcorn with Joe Biden. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I don't know, I, man. And I don't believe he's gay. I and I don't. I I, 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 I do again, not believe he's gay. I I would have to video or it didn't happen. Yeah. At this exactly. point with this guy, I, mean, I need him getting peed on by R. Kelly. <laughs> is what I need. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for joining us in hour number one. Again, if you'd like to join us hour number two, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. We'll see you on the other side.